0: Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to thank you because I cannot believe that this is happening right now. The fact that you not only found this show and then clicked play, which that had to have been a misclick, I cannot believe that happened, let alone the fact that you happened to listen to any of it, that is a miracle in and of itself. So you deserve all the thanks, you deserve all of the gratitude, and I can't convey it all, unfortunately this thank you will not be enough so hopefully you'll take it for what it's worth and just know that i can never repay you because you guys are essentially turning my dream into a reality and i i I owe you everything for that and um just know that this is everything i can do right here in this moment giving you all the thanks all the appreciation because it does mean the world now with that being said just quick reminder we do have a youtube channel be sure to type in little marv on air on your keyboard there maybe it's a little keyboard on your phone maybe you graduate to the computer or maybe who knows use a remote use a tv maybe you're a little fancy i don't know but regardless type that in find us on youtube everything if, if you like the podcast what you're hearing you are going to love what you're going to see on the youtube because not only do you get to hear all of our opinions you get to see our reactions see our interactions and it is a grand old time I'm not gonna lie I'm really pretty proud of what we've put together here so I'd appreciate it you go check it out and I'm not gonna tell you guys to do anything but I am gonna say that subscribe button completely free I mean that's all there is to it I don't really know what else to tell you um so obviously that helps the channel grow and if you want to help support us that's a great way to do it if you're looking for more great ways to support us which I don't know if if you are, but I'll just throw this out there. Telling a friend about this show, you know, telling someone you like that you like this show. That would mean the world, okay? Growing this channel, growing this platform, if you will, this this program, if you will, it, it's, you know, it's extremely hard to do. And I need every single one of your guys' help. So, if you find the time in your day to say, hey, these idiots, don't make that half bad of a show. Um, it would absolutely make my day and I cannot express that gratitude to you enough so with that being said I hope today your day has been awesome and I hope that this show makes it just even the teensiest little bit better that would make my day but let's be honest that doesn't really matter so let's get to what really does matter and get this show started go Good evening, sports fans, and welcome back to the Summer Podcast Series from Marvon Air. This is episode three, and I am not alone today. I'm very excited. We have a very special guest, the one and only Hunter Lysenring. Hunter, how we doing? Hey, we're doing fantastic, my boy. How we doing? You know, I'm ready to get this thing rolling, and I'm quite excited for what we have in store today. We have quite a bit to talk about, even though there's not a lot going on in the sports world. Um, so I think we should just kick it off with a smaller story, and then we can get into the hefty stuff in just a minute. So um, the most current actual sport news is going to be the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, game two just happened last night. Vegas Golden Knights versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, Golden Knights won 7-2, to two, absolute beatdown from the Knights. They're taking the 2-0 lead in Vegas, and they are getting ready to go down to Florida where... The Panthers will hope to you know, defend home ice. Um, I know Hunter doesn't have a whole lot to say about this. And honestly, as much as I love hockey, I don't really either. Uh, It's been a pretty one-sided affair thus far. And I'm just wondering if the Panthers can turn on that magic that they've been rolling with down in Florida. Because obviously, the Heat have been keeping it rolling. Um, They they split in Denver. And Game 3, I believe, is tomorrow. So there's not a lot going on tonight. But... That's big news um, for the Heat or for the um, Panthers going down two zero. That's a big comeback to come back from. But they also did come back down three one against the Bruins. So you know, there's definitely potential for a comeback there. I wouldn't be too worried. Do you have any words on that, Hunter?
1: I don't know. I, I have big hopes in uh, the Knights. Really? Yeah. Well, they fucking killed. I don't No, nah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, they, they absolutely killed my stars. And, you know, I hated to see it because I was a big believer. You know, anytime you see your team doing all right, because I never watch hockey at all. Right. But one time I was at work and I saw that the stars were playing. And I'm like, oh, this looks cool. But then you see the little Western Conference. Finals. Yeah. yeah. In it and I'm like, oh, okay. So this is like legit. Like we should be doing good. But then we ended up losing and that's okay. I mean, I'm kind of glad that it happened that way. Yeah. You know? I think we're like 6-0 against them or something like – or they're 6-0 against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're absolute juggernauts. I I cannot see anything changing with them going to Florida.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree. I for, for a second there, I thought you were talking about the Panthers. I was like, juggernauts, but they're down 2-0? No, you were talking about the Knights. That makes sense. Um, But, yeah, with that being said, that's really all I wanted to cover. We're here to give you guys the latest stories in sports news. So, obviously, that's a developing series and something we had to cover But into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I think we should just jump right into it. And um, ironically, this is a story that I read in my timeline and kind of waved off. And I must have caught it at the very, very beginning because the internet exploded uh, once this, you know, kind of caught the ears of sports fans. Live, the PGA, and the DJ Tour, which I've never heard of, um, will all be combining into one entity uh come i believe next season i'm sure they signed the deal now but it doesn't go into effect until next golf season so this is a huge deal apparently um and after reading you know more into it i i agree um and really to to understand the depth if you will of this situation we need to go back a little bit and get into the history of what all happened so for those of you who don't know Live is basically like a saudi arabian based league, if you will of golf um the prince or whatever is paying all of these golfers and he made a new golf league where you can wear shorts
1: it's not as often you don't play as much golf there's what was that no I just think that's crazy how it's like in Saudi Arabia you can't even curse on the streets but there, he's allowing like all these lax rules, uh, sh- straying away from traditional golf. You know, I just thought that was crazy about Saudi Arabia. But continue.
0: No, it's definitely something that's um, it's a bit odd. And honestly, Saudi Arabia's getting into a lot of different sports. But in this league, yeah, it's shorts, not as often playing, um, and there's music playing on the course, which is not something you see ever in golf. Everyone knows it for the sh- the, the the quiet golf claps and the. Um, the like silence at shots. So it's a really interesting kind of concept. And when it came out, they were basically recruiting PGA players to join the league and they were paying them oodles and oodles of money. We're talking offering players $800 million. Uh, namely that's Tiger Woods is uh, they, what they offer Tiger, but people like Rory getting 500 million. And then, you know, some lesser names still getting hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars. And, It split up the golf community in the fact that some wanted to maintain the PGA and that integrity it has, and that's a player-run league, and they were basically shaming all those that went over to live. So there was was a divide, if you will, and those who were on the PGA side were very protective of that. They were very... um, you know not not necessarily like higher up like we're better than you guys but definitely in a way that's like you should not have gone over to Saudi Arabia or to the Saudi Arabian league they don't play necessarily in Saudi Arabia they they play all over but they um the president of the PGA also came out and basically related 9/11 to playing for live which is a very strong correlation you would think that's a very deeply and emotionally connected thing to bring in And, uh,
1: did you have something to say? No, I just, I don't It's really crazy to me because these guys are getting huge signing bonuses and these are signing bonuses, right? They're not like, I thought they were contracts, but after looking into it, those are their signing bonuses, but they signed for a certain amount of years. And if they wanted to get out of this and go back to the PGA, like say a year from now or two years from now, live golf is just terrible and they don't even want to be a part of it anymore. They have to pay upwards to two, three, even four times their signing bonus just to get out of the contract.
0: Right. It's it's kinda it's like a contract and a signing bonus. I haven't dive delve doven? Dove doven into delve. well past tense. <laughs> right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I haven't gotten into the contract stuff necessarily. I just know that it's huge money over at Live and the PGA is not paying their players nearly, nearly, nearly as well. And it's um you know, it was really divided in the The PGA head was very, very against it. And then today, random Tuesday, seemingly out of nowhere, there had been no leaks or anything like that leading up to this, and the PGA and Liv are merging. So players that did turn down those contracts, like Rory, like Tiger, they were just out $800, $500 million. I, I don't have the name of the young player who's about 25 he turned out 130 million guaranteed up front to play in the PGA, and that's life changing money.
1: It's just like, I get that that's a lot of money, you know, right? But why would you not take that? I was looking at the purses today, and the purse for the highest tournament in the PGA Tour in the previous season was 25 million. Right, where the winner took home to around, win it. Yeah, well, that was for everybody. The winner took home five million. Oh shoot, okay, yeah. wow. And the Masters was, I think, like 16 million. Winner takes home like three or four. Yeah. Still that's like you would have to win every single tournament and still you wouldn't even be able to clear that much because if you added up all these purses, they're not even gonna compare to the eight hundred million that they were offering Tiger. Right. It's it's ridiculous. And then all the players
0: just feel extremely betrayed by the, the PGA, essentially by they, they they basically were like, Yeah, you guys can't go take this money. Right. You're not like don't you, you're a terrorist if you go take this money, which is an extreme Accusation essentially, yeah, yeah. insanely extreme. <laughs> that's just something to call someone. And then they're like, you know what? Um, hey, live. What what were you? What were you gonna pay if we were to like merge? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be like a bajillion dollars. Oh, right. okay. If that's the case, then yeah, let's merge. Like mm-hmm. that's, I, I. It's just wrong. Like not that you would merge with live, but that the fact that you would tell your players don't go over there and then
1: merge. Well, I think how the contracts were gonna lay out was the PGA last year made like $1.6 billion. And if Liv came in and said, instead of buying out the PGA, we're just going to take all your players. And right. then they gave them a great deal where they were offering like Tiger and all those big boys who are like kind of worn out, but they were offering the younger guys collectively, I think around 600 or 700 million to mm-hmm. get all of them okay off of the PGA tour and to come to Live because I mean, if Liv did their stuff right, obviously they're not PGA and they're not a worldwide brand, you know, right. that can market this on the first year. But if they could, say, three or four years down the road, then they could be looking at, like, $2 billion, which is, like, $1.5 profit each year right. off of these golfers.
0: Yeah, no, it's – I mean, I, I can see kind of the motivation behind it. And I know they were going to court, potentially.
1: Right. Excuse me. And, and it, it's like you got to look at it on the sense of, like – the PGA like with the NFL you have owners who are making all this money and then they sort of divvy up their salaries but right. the only money you get as a professional golfer is coming from whatever prize stake you're at whatever prize you take home at right. the end of each tournament and you can't even play each tournament yeah but it's like if you look at it that way then the 1.6 billion dollars did definitely did not get like acclimated out to every single player cause right Otherwise, these players would be the richest athletes in the world. Yeah, and especially when you think about what golfers have to go through. Have you ever looked into that? Well, I know that they – well, like, just for when I did that that PGA tournament, because it's like a four-day tournament, right? Yeah. But people are showing up on Monday, so it's like a six-out-of-seven-day thing.
0: No, it's like seven-out-of-seven days when you really look at, like, everything they have to do as a golfer. Because they'll – Monday's like –
1: maybe the rest day maybe at most because they'll they'll... like sunday night like that's what they get yeah they they... monday morning they have to be up again
0: it depends on how good you are too because you play thursday friday and if you make the cut you play saturday sunday right and so let's say you're playing all four of those days maybe you have sunday night off then you have like media and meetings on monday you're traveling you have to get to the place and then i believe the pro pro pro-ams are like tuesday tuesday and then there's those are like required, and then there's the like prelim round, like practice round right, on Wednesday. Right. On Wednesday, and then Thursday. And, then and you're Fridays right and into go time. it. Yeah. So it's it's they're pl- they're just going every single day of the week, and they are not getting adequately paid from the
1: PGA. which Which right. it's just a backwards thing to me, and I mean just <sighs> a fun, a fun thing that I saw. I was wondering why it was called Live. It. Do you know why it's called Live? I don't. It's um 54 as a Roman numeral. Okay. And that's um if you had 18 holes of golf for four days, it's 72 holes. But if you birdie each hole, it's 54. Huh. So that's why. Interesting. That's why they're calling it uh, live because it's 54. Look at that. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, what does that mean? Because I was trying to think of an acronym for Saudi Arabia. And I was like, <laughs> I just cannot do this right now. <laughs> well, that would make more sense than something along those
0: lines. They were talking about like names. Of what this this merger could be because I believe they're moving away from the current like PGA. I think they're going to rename it. Right. And they were like, "What if we named it like PGA
1: Live?" But then made the e small, like a lowercase. See, then then we're getting into the field of like NFL Plus. You yeah, know? it's like, exactly that. Like HBO Max. You know, it's everything just has like a plus. you're you're just taking entertainment that's in the form of sports and you're just adding another level to it where you have to pay more to see it. Yeah, no, that's all it is. Right. And a lot of, and nobody wants to watch golf anyways, you know, <laughs> that's why they have so few commercials and just high value spots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They pay a lot for those, those spots. That's because... another thing
1: that I think like PGA could be making ridiculous amounts of money if they flooded their tournaments with commercials. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause most of like the masters comes from ticket sales and merchandise um, merchandise and what's the oh like uh on course advertisements by like rolex and ferrari and all that yep but i feel like what live would do is they would flood it more with commercials and they could even cater to the united states where they would keep it as the same amount of commercials just on the united states broadcast Mm -hmm. but then whatever the commercials are like in saudi arabia or europe or eastern asia they could flood them up in the normal amount and they could be making stupid loads of money.
0: Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of money there. I'm interested to see what the merger brings. No one really seems to know what the events are going to look like. Um, Really there's the big five, right? Who, what, when, where, why, right? None of those really have been answered uh, because this came so out of nowhere. And it's a lot of investigation right now to really just kind of pin those answers down um
1: but i think yeah i think saudi arabia is more the prince he's more just like i have this money i'm gonna spend it we'll figure out logistics later
0: no i agree but i'm saying the merger why the merger the live makes sense i know why they want
1: i think because the pga had a smart play with uh like knocking all these players for trying to go over to live to make all these good amounts of money and they're trying to basically put on a facade but then their facade actually hold true when the Prince was like, okay, we need a. I think we need to take a second, like to look at what we can do together. Right. You know, and then he offered that, that to him. And then they're like, okay, that works a lot better for us.
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah, that makes sense. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a murky this, situation. The, the whole
1: live golf would never have worked without the PGA's approval. Right. And, and PGA players. Right. You know, but like, I feel like, at a certain point, they're just going to offer too much money into the point where...
0: Everybody has a number.
1: Everybody has a number, but even Saudi Arabia's number is be like, okay, that's too high. For what? Like to offer the players.
0: Oh. because they No, because eventually... they have unlimited money. They literally have unlimited money. Because of all the, the oil and stuff? Yeah. Like they, their number, like they, they don't have a number because they have so much. But I'm saying they could offer like the
1: players. God, they just why keep... would you not do that? Like 800? I was looking at the contracts because, well, it wasn't like the contract, but it said to get out of the contract before 2025, two years, yeah two years, you couldn't stick it out for two years, right? For 800 million, I would be golfing every day, waking up at 7 a.m. for two years. I'd
0: be waking up at two. Yeah.
1: I'd be playing 18
0: rounds a day, right? Like I, I would be playing nonstop. And I know I'd as I carry a, my own bag,
1: right? Like I know as a billionaire, you know, he doesn't necessarily need the money. That's another thing is I'm surprised that these caddies and these golf managers didn't say something. Was it only the player's idea or like who had the most say into like, not really Tiger Woods, but say like Bryson, you know, Mm -hmm. or Jordan Spieth. I'm sure they all got offers to go overseas, but... Like your caddy gets 10% of whatever you make. Yeah. So if I was a caddy, I'd be, I'd be chirping <laughs> it up to make 80 mil off a of Tiger. I know. I'd be like, yeah, we need to go over there right I'm now. I'm like, we need to take a second back here and look at how much money this is. Let's you know, just, their manager, their publicist, everybody, their lawyer even everyone gets a cha- chunk of the change.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I'd say like, yeah, he's a billionaire. Does he need money? No. He's set for the rest of his life, probably his kid's life, their kid's life. Like they're set for generations. But what's another bill? Right. It, take, a, take a bill if they're offering exactly. it. Especially for playing less golf. And What's
1: insane to me is that, like, you can only operate maybe two weekends. I think they take an off week. I'm not sure on that. Who's that? PGA players. I Not if, in the season, do they? If it's on the tour, it's every weekend? Yeah, I think they just go. Wow. Okay, so it's like, at the very best, if you are the man, you know, mm-hmm. you're bringing home, I'd say roughly, say you're, say you're finishing, like, sixth. Every tournament, that's yeah. 900000 a weekend. Yeah. I mean. Probably less than that, but yeah. Probably less than that. That's like close
0: to $45 million a year. Yeah, sixth, I would say probably. Well, and they don't play all year. Right. Right? Like oh, the yeah, winner. duh. So, so half it's like that. Half so 25. That. And then I would take that down to 15. Fair. Because like, not every purse is going to be the
1: same. Well, you just got to look at like, I mean, Sergio's over there live right now. Yeah. Uh, Justin Johnson cleared thirty-two million in one Ridiculous. year. Ridiculous! In there's one a, year at
0: Live, there's three balloons floating around out there outside my apartment. Oh, how about that? Look at that! They're just flying around. That's cute. And like a pink, too pink, and the blue. Is that what I'm seeing? We have a general reveal. Do those balloons pop when they get high enough? Uh-huh. Is that how that works? Because the yeah, pressure.
1: They, well, they don't uh, pop. They just expand. Yeah, it, but it busts the latex. Yeah, it busts the latex because they get too big.
0: Interesting. huh i thought yeah i kind of want to watch those those are nice floating around like that kind
1: of boring i like how they're all (laughs) tied together though (coughs) Uh, what was the other thing we had to hit on
0: cleveland uh yeah we got a couple other things here i have um this is a quick one um d hop deandre hopkins is kind of well he's a free agent he got released by the cardinals is he his own agent I think he has an agent. He's not pulling a Lamar there. But he's being rumored all around the NFL. And Ian Rappaport said the Patriots were in that top running. I believe the other teams, like Chiefs and Bills, potentially. I don't have the tweet. I can't find it. I read it and then it disappeared. So that stinks. But I was getting, I wanted your, because I've kind of talked about D Hop a little bit in this pod, just being like, everyone's like, well, the so-and-so are interested in D-Hop. Like, literally, who the hell would not be interested? Right. Like, he's one of the best receivers in the game. It's, exactly. a, it's a salary cap issue. But I guess I was interested in your opinion on D-Hop to a, a
1: super team, necessarily, like the Chiefs or Bills, or playing for the Patriots like that. I don't think he should go to a super team. I think he should go to a, a team with other good, like, receiving roster.
0: Well, yeah, and that, or and a good I quarterback. Think,
1: I think. He should go to my new favorite team. Definitely new favorite AFC team. I can't overlook the Cowboys yet. You know, yeah, because it's blah blah blah. Well, every year is their year, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh my TCU Oh, Chargers. the
0: Chargers. Dude, they got cool.
1: they got Quentin Johnston, you know? Yeah, Max. Having Dougie. him on one side, having D hop on the other, and Justin throwing dots. Make it make Quentin look better. Oh, yeah, it definitely would. Mm-hmm. He's wide receiver one. Over D Hop, no. In the last round. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in the last draft.
0: Yeah, no. He he's he's a dog. I'm Rich excited to see, to see the what, what the Chargers have.
1: You know what they can do with him. I was saying. I was wondering about that. I was like, would it really be that hard to be a receiver if you're like six seven? Well, you, have you to just be fast. have a good quarterback. You have to be fast too, though. I mean, you can. I, there's obviously slow guys that are tall, but if you're yeah. six, if you're Red six seven, threat. all you got to do is just. You yeah. just got to walk and you're taking I have to take 3 more steps just to move <laughs> up to you. You know. Yeah, being a, a one of their strides is like 7 yards. It's the, like the ridiculous. height advantage
0: is crazy in the NFL. Um but I was just saying that like it's interesting that these very good teams are pushing so hard for Lamar or for DeHop when I feel like it should be the teams that are a step away. Yeah. You know. Like yeah, technically every team is a step away, but you have those teams that it's like like the Jets last year, they were a quarterback away, in my opinion, from being an AFC contender. Yeah. Not necessarily the Super Bowl, but I think if they have a decent QB, they're going to be in that AFC championship game. Somebody like that. like They made a hard push for Rodgers. Now they have the
1: last piece that they really need to make a deep playoff run. Did you think that's how it was with the Broncos before they got Russ? No, I thought the you Broncos did, were a dumpster fire. But a lot of people or at least the Broncos were thinking that the only missing piece that they needed was a quarterback.
0: Well, I, I definitely thought when they signed um, Russell that they were in a much, much better position.
1: But that's like why they gave away their entire like Roster. three seasons. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, and I was, I was literally like, okay, Denver wasn't on my map at all. Now they are on my map. They could have a shot at the AFC West. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I didn't think they were a piece away necessarily, but I did think... That he was going to be a huge addition. He's down like forty five pounds or something like that. Like he Damn. looks good now. So I I wouldn't rule the Broncos necessarily out, especially with Sean Payton as a head coach. But um, yeah, that's uh,
1: <laughs> it's not the same. Dude, uh, the professional same thing. sports are so crazy. The thing about these quarterbacks, they've been around since like we were six. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they have been in the game a while, and it's insane. And even go back to like when Brady was playing, and then it was like, oh, I think it was Brock Purdy. He was born. He was born at, like, his first Super Bowl or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was going to say, even go back to, like, a
0: Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. When we were in high school, which wasn't that
1: long ago, but he was also in high school. I remember watching, like, oh, no, it wasn't Coles because that's the kicking camp. I think it was, a, it was a quarterback camp about, like, all the number one wide receivers in high school. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence was the guy.
0: Yeah, he was the one throwing. Yeah. And, like, Huddle did, because, uh, like, all of our football play, like... Film Review was on Huddle, and they had, like, a Huddle special of, like, a whole, like, documentary about Trevor Lawrence.
1: Like, he's been the guy since he touched a football. And then we saw him, like, go to Clemson. Win a championship that looked easy as shit. Yep. Made it look so easy. Next round. Maybe not as good, but... Yeah. He still went off, and now he's... Well, and now he's taking the Jags to another level
0: with a coach that's not named Urban Meyer. You know? He just needed a competent coach. Exactly. So... Yeah, that's a uh, that is pretty pretty cool to think about. Yeah. A little a little saddening as well considering I could I could be in the NFL.
1: We almost have a whole new wave, right, except for yeah, Rodgers?
0: Rodgers is really the last starting and quarterback, Ross, left, I guess, but technically, but yeah, I I would agree. We are in the new age for think, sure. Yeah. It's interesting to see how it all plays out. Speaking of new age, um we're in the new age of sports gambling and Dak, my bad, but continue. Dak is not a part of that older generation. He's like the middle ground. He's the middle. Yeah, he's in between. Um, but yeah, we're in the new age of sports gambling. Okay. And uh, some NFL players have absolutely taken advantage of that. Namely, allegedly, Isaiah Rodgers. Now, we talked about this on yesterday's podcast just a little bit because we didn't know who it was. Um, but it has come out. It's allegedly Isaiah Rodgers who placed, allegedly, I'm going to keep saying that, over 100 bets some in the Colts facility, some on the Colts. We can't be doing that, dude. Like, the integrity of the game is completely called into question when that kind of thing happens. And um, so Isaiah Rogers, cornerback, kick returner for the Colts. He did it under um, an anonymous name, like somebody else's name. And Roger Isaiah's. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and this is what I, I, I did think that's actually a good thing, that they were able to catch him. Under the alias, if you will, because that just shows that you don't, if you have a a fake name,
1: like, you can't just get away with it. I bet there's a lot of guys that are doing it, though, and they're just not doing it by themselves. No, I think so, and it's, um... Like, there's guys that are, like, telling their little cousins, like, yeah, you know, bet on us. It's going to be an easy win.
0: Yeah, and I think it's something, too, that it's like, uh... Well, first off, if you're betting on yourself, that's one thing. Right. Like, I'm cool with that um but if you're oh he wasn't pulling a
1: pete rose see who who is pete rose people keep talking about this who is pete the did did he throw no he was no he was uh he bet on his home runs okay i'm pretty sure and like his rbis i don't think he ever bet on uh I don't, I don't know if he was a pitcher or not but he always bet on himself to be like yeah this game i'm gonna get two home runs wow and then he did and see he, he made a lot of money to me like, yeah,
0: I understand why that can't be a thing. But if you're going to place any bets, that's the one I'm okay with. Yeah, I think you
1: should only be able to place bets on yourself that are positive. But then again, you're like, I'm going to hit, like, four home runs this game, and then you would just take the under secretly.
0: No, I'm saying the actual bet you place, no secret. Like,
1: the the final bet you place, if it is, like, a, I will get 30-plus rushing yards. Yeah, it'd kind of be fun to go into the game, and then they're like... Like Aaron Rodgers has bet 30 grand that he'll throw two <laughs> touchdown passes today.
0: Yeah, like something like that, I don't think is nearly as bad
1: as like betting on the opponent, because then you can throw. I mean, it's kind of like contracts. It's like they're betting on like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bonus for Gronk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing.
0: No, I agree. And it's it's something It's just that, legal. It's something that's worked into those contracts. But it's like if I'm going to go play one on one with Hunter and I'm significantly better than Hunter, but I place $25 million that Hunter will beat me in a one on one and I just don't play. Yeah. Like, that's, you can't do that. Right. You can't do that. You can't. So, and that's why I understand there can't be gambling in the NFL. But what I was saying about like them catching him under the alias, I feel like that's a good thing because, and I, I'm sure it's happening other places and, and, you know, just people they know telling them this. Um, but, players aren't going to be able to get away with essentially putting their own bets down with such big money. And that was the interesting thing too. I don't know if you saw this. He was placing like $25, 50 bets to right. like try to fly under the radar. I think he only had like one or two that were low four figures. So um, it, it was a pretty well thought out plan by Isaiah Rogers and he yeah. just still wasn't able to get away with it. And I think that's really good for the integrity of the NFL. And I know they're doing a lot more investigating into that kind of thing now. Than they were, you know, a year ago, two years ago, because it's obviously becoming a lot more prominent. Um, if you're a gambling company and you want to sponsor, Marv on Air, please uh, hit Go me for up. It. Yeah, find my emails in my description. But, um, you know, they're they're. Uh, I think they're cracking down on it, which
1: is what's really the takeaway from this story. Did you hear about like if gambling, like sportsbooks, find out about that, it's game over.
0: They that's, totally that's tell him right because
1: yeah. it's like um, there was a guy. I think he put 250 grand. He put his life savings down on there to be a Super Bowl streaker. And he was the streaker. Really? Yeah. And then he he won the money and he had it for like, I think, like a, like two weeks. But then someone saw him in a bar uh, like wow, before the game and they took a picture with him and he had like the streaking stuff on him. Oh, no. And yeah, then they caught him.
0: Dang, that's crazy. Well, I can see why those sports books obviously don't want that
1: happening. They're just they're just giving out money. Yeah, but then they revoked his bet.
0: Yeah. Well, he didn't go to
1: prison though. Uh, no, I don't think he went to prison, but they they countersued him. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's probably spent some of that money. It's kind of like Paul Crew in The Longest Yard when he shaved points. Yeah. Did is that why he went to prison, or did he go to prison for the high speed chase in the beginning of the movie?
0: Mm, I haven't seen The Longest Yard.
1: Oh, really? Ever through. With... Adam I've seen family? like scenes of it. But I don't I don't think
0: I've watched it's it a through. great movie. Should yeah. I really it. should watch it, but too busy trying to keep up with all these stories for all you guys. Um and then yeah, we can close it out with your your big story here. What my the, big story. The one you want to talk about a lot. Cleveland. Cleveland.
1: Yeah. So reports are coming out. Cleveland is <laughs> Yeah, you just tell me and then I'll just I'll tell you what I think. Um yeah, so I'm trying
0: to find actual names and, and allegations here. But bottom line, multiple Browns players have had their veals stolen and one was robbed at gunpoint. I
1: believe the counts up to three. Oh, wait, the, oh sh like their cars or their wheels? Their cars. Oh, I thought you said they came outside and they're like I thought you were implying. That they came outside of their apartment and their ha- their car was just lifted with all the wheels off. <laughs> that would I'm be like, That is way better. That would be hilarious. But no, they're they're like stealing their cars,
0: um, and being robbed at gunpoint And uh, allegedly it's some sort of like crime ring
1: that's targeting Browns players. I guess I don't really know. Um, I mean, I hate to say it. But like, if there's anybody who you should target, it's the people making multi-million dollars.
0: Yeah, and I, I saw some people talking about you're not exactly seeing a lot of like Benzes rolling around in Cleveland. Right. You know, like it's pretty easy to to spot yeah. them. So,
1: now, like, Cleveland's just like one of those places. I went to Cleveland, and you know how in Breaking Bad when you go to when they show scenes in Mexico and it has the Mexico filter over it. Yeah. It has that in Cleveland, but the the filter is black, it's, <laughs> and not like the race, but like it's just like dark. Yeah. It looked every building has no color. Every building is brown, and I think that's why they call them the Browns. And it just looked like me and Dad. We drove through there, and we just got depressed instantly. We're like, (laughs) we need to get out of this city. How do people live here? Like MGK is from Cleveland. Like that should tell you everything you need to know about Cleveland. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, no, that's something that um, obviously shouldn't be happening. But if there was one city that I would be like, "Mm," like if you told me that story and you were like, where where did that happen? I'd be like. Cleveland's yeah probably at the top of that list. I'd say Cleveland or South Oakland or Oakland's Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore would have been number two for sure. The Raiders are in Vegas now. Philly's so. pretty
1: dirty. I went to Philly and that's it you gotta go to the good spots. You can't you can't stray away from the, the golden path.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. But the thing about Philly is they're such diehard sports fans. Yeah. I, I think even the criminals wouldn't be able to do that to their sports
1: team, so Oh, because the, the fans would find the people. Well, criminals.
0: not only that, like, yes, the fans would probably find the criminals and beat the living pulp out of them, but flip their cars. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But also the, see, that's how,
1: that's where Philly lies is like those fans are like not very smart. So they would, <laughs> they would go to the criminals house and be like, we're going to jump your shit. And then they flip their car and it's the car that they stole. And it was the NFL player's car. Yes. They're like, dude, my, my Bentley's upside down right now. And it's like, this is my car.
0: Uh, well, I was gonna say that like even the criminals probably are extreme fans of the Eagles, so like right. they're not gonna go ahead and rob. Oh, those guys. gotcha! You know what I'm saying like they have respect for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the Browns are you can't. It's hard to be a Browns fan. I can't. I mean, if Cause anyone, like, would, if you're a Cowboys fan, like, obviously it sucks every year when you can't do anything in the off season. But if you're the Browns fan and it's hard to have a winning season, then it's like, okay, what are we rooting for here? And it's not like you have a losing season in Miami because you're in Miami. Right. You're you still a, yeah, you yeah. You still you have, have a sucky sports team and. Like, there's no more Cavs, you know? Yep. No, I agree.
0: I was just going to say that, like, it's really hard to be a Cleveland fan. And if you are a Browns fan out there, I do feel for you. Not necessarily because... You just
1: have a racist sports team for baseball. <laughs> it's like, it's just the... It's it's the LeBron left. Place. LeBron left you guys. Yeah, LeBron left you guys, and you're just in shambles. Yeah.
0: No, Cleveland's in a rough spot. But well, what's
1: crazy is the Browns don't want to leave Cleveland. Maybe they do, but the owner is fine with it. Yeah. You know... Like, like
0: Chicago's Chicago. the, the Bears are leaving.
1: Chicago. Yeah, the Bears were like doing like last stitch efforts. Did you see that huge stadium that they tried to build?
0: Yeah, well now they're going to like Na- Napers or something like that. Naples? They were no, cuz they
1: were going to be in Arlington
0: and now they're moving. What? Arlington, Chicago, right? Arlington, Texas? No, they're in, they're right like it's the like, the like a suburb it's a suburb of Chicago. Oh.
1: Well, that's stupid. Um, so they're staying in Illinois. Yeah. They should go to Vernon Hills.
0: Let me see if I can
1: find this city. Naperville? Oh, knew, it's Naperville. You're right. I knew that someone sounds from right. uh, yes. Champaign, and she was really attractive, so I think they should go to Champaign.
0: <laughs> so you can go visit her? Yeah. Um, I'll be a Bears
1: fan. So they
0: are going to Naperville, allegedly. But they're just
1: going to call themselves the Chicago Bears, still. So.
0: I don't know. I was thinking about that. And if they do uh, yeah, okay, on this yeah. show, we're calling them the Naperville <laughs> The Cowboys Bears. would
1: not work in Arlington because that's where the cow- or the. Bears would not work in Arlington because that's where the Cowboys are. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I'm looking for the city, but there's so many Like you were saying, that's Jerry's World. When you said Jerry's World, I didn't realize it, but Jerry's World is like half of Arlington. Like, it's like the only reason that Arlington is still afloat is because the Cowboys are there. Huh. Because back in the old Cotton Bowl Stadium in Dallas, like, it was a nice stadium or whatever, but it was outdoor and stuff, and then they finally decided Arlington put in a huge bid to get the stadium in Arlington. Hmm. No, that makes sense. because um, that's, you know, how you keep a city alive.
0: Uh You know I, what's crazy
1: to me though? What? I think I'll have to look it up, but I think AT&T only pays 25 or 50 million to keep their name on the stadium. Really? That's like the biggest stadium in all of sports, right? Well, I mean, not like that, but like as far as sports Do teams go. You mean go, like namesake-wise? Yeah, like how many Cowboys fans would you see have AT&T as their carrier? die hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um like the influence they have. Like obviously now it's probably like in the United States Sofi. Uh
0: yeah, I would say that. Bro. Like Sofi
1: has yeah.
0: And and I think uh the Steelers went from Hines to Acrisure insurance. So that's a recent one. I don't think it's that big, but like
1: do you remember which one was in there's Gillette. Washington? Um, we passed by there. Like, it's abandoned. It looks terrible.
0: The whole stadium. Oh yeah.
1: It's um, it's the it's the one before FedEx. I'm I'm googling it.
0: Uh, it's oh before FedEx because that's what they are now.
1: Yeah. Um, so, four hundred million over the course of twenty years. So twenty million a year. That's what SoFi pays for to have their name on the stadium. But yeah. twenty million. Imagine being a billionaire, dude. I would name a stadium after myself in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Dude, imagine the Marv on air stadium. Oh, my God. That'd be so cool. Why doesn't Pat do that? Pat should do that. He really should, actually. He could probably get a kickback for... Because that's at the peak. Paying 20 million is the peak. Yeah. I think, like... Who would they buy, though? Like, who's going... Who's up? It has to be a a really low... Like, low-grade... Franchise. I think Oakland's the least valuable franchise. Well, right Oakland
0: now. doesn't exist anymore. They're the Vegas Raiders. So. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Never mind then. But I still think it's Vegas.
0: Yeah. Maybe not. Now that they're in Vegas. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just switched. Um, There's Washington's w- got to be worth dirt now.
1: Oh, Houston.
0: Oh, yep, yep.
1: Houston would be one to jump on
0: for sure. For sure. Um, I have a question for you. Yep. Uh, you kind of brought this up. With the Cowboys talk, this is our, you know, my last question for you. Um, you said it sucks being a Cowboys fan because you guys make it so far every year. Yeah. And uh, I've seen this question circulating a little bit. Would you rather be the fan of a team that makes it to, like, the title game and loses consistently or the fan of a team that's consistently bad? Like, you have no, no expectations. no, 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 no. no.
1: I'd rather be the Packers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I'd rather be the, yeah. Okay. The NFC runner-ups. <laughs> Any day of the week. Yeah, because I was, I mean. Uh, but now, I would probably, no, because you got to have a winning season. You got to go to the playoffs. The playoffs are the best part. Yeah, make it even if we Even if we're out first round for the next 20 years, I would take that over going to the third round in the next five.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Some people are saying they would rather root for a team that is like dog and that way there's like no letdowns right like if you even get a five win season that's a win for you guys and i was just like that would be a horrible team watch yeah that'd be horrible right like you want you want to like make the playoffs have a hope like even if you guys
1: get let down like you played for longer here here's a, a thing for you how long would you go like say the patriots win a super bowl next year yep how long would you go as a drought for what? Like how long till the next post season max? Well, what are you asking? Like how long could I tolerate before I switch teams? No. How long could you not tolerate till you switch teams? Just tolerate until anything else happens, dude. It's different for the Patriots too, though, because Cause it's kind of like Philly, you know, Philly has to do one good year. Wait eight. Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. 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 Um, it's different for the Patriots because they have that history in the last 20 years of being an absolute dynasty. Um, no, no,
1: but they do. I know, they, I know you're right. It just sounds douchey like, when you say it.
0: No, I'm just saying like the expectations for Patriots have been Super Bowl or bust for so long. Yeah. That going like, like some Patriots fans are fed up by now and it's been like three years. Like me being a Bills fan.
1: Right. I would take a Bills win like for AFC. Yeah, I know, but. Okay,
0: I thought you were a Chargers fan. just Said that.
1: No, uh, okay, I am still a Chargers fan, but okay. I really don't care about the Chargers. I care about the Bills. Okay, so I would do a Bills Super Bowl win next year if it meant ten years of no postseason. Okay. Oh, so you're
0: saying like, what? How many postseason? Or how many years postseason drought would I take for a Super Bowl win? Is that kind of how you, exactly how yeah. you want to phrase it? Um, I think I let me let me phrase it this way. I think I'd rather have 10 straight postseason appearances, granted you win the first game,
1: than no Super Bowl. Then,
0: and no Super Bowl, than a Super Bowl win and then like 10 years of no postseason. Okay, that's fair. Because it's, it's that like hope every single year as opposed to, yes, we won the Super Bowl and now we don't get shit for 10 years. True. So, I think if I were to answer your question straight up and down, I would say a Super Bowl win and then, like, four-year postseason drought. Right. Like, you would think after you win a Super Bowl, you should be at least in the running.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, it's, like, it's an easy choice because I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> like, I would wait. Uh, what's, like, I'm 21. Yeah. Still haven't seen anything. No. So, I'd no. wait another 21. It's not that for bad. For a Super Bowl. This next year, so no, just for another Super Bowl, and with any time in those next 21 years. Oh wow! Even if it's max 21, <laughs> I'd go 42 years before we even made it to the Super Bowl. Oh shit, that's perfect. That's because a... it's just like you're always you're always grasping at straws. You're always, you know. Yeah, you're you're trying to pull everything out when you're a Cowboys fan. Let me ask you this. Yeah.
0: How many uh, Super Bowl appearances could you go through without winning? Like, how many could you mentally take? Oh, a million. I, really? I love that shit. You. Really? Yeah. I think if the Patriots like made the five Super Bowls in a row I think that's and lost that's why I like the all. Bills so much. Because they lost all those Super Bowls yeah. in a row? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Four, right? I think so. Because kids in Madagascar think the Bills had a dynasty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, if the See, Patriots... See, that's that's like I just said. I'd rather be
1: in the Packers situation than I would be in the Cowboys No, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I
0: think after five years of losing in the Super Bowl, though,
1: I'd be like... What are we doing? I think it'd be really funny if it was the Chiefs though and we could just shit on Cole the entire oh time. Oh my god. We'll be like, You're the worst team ever, and he'd be like, We literally just went to the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what he'd say yeah. too. Oh man, that's perfect. Um but okay, yeah, so that's all we have for today. Um just quick reminder, we have a Twitter. We don't really know how to use that. We do have a YouTube, we do know how to use that. Um got some banger videos coming out this summer.
1: I got one more thing to add. Okay, what do you got? If it's ever possible to buy stock and live. Get it now. No, because they don't exist anymore. The Live doesn't exist. They just merged with the PGA. They merged. Yeah. It's a a single unity. But they still have to have stock.
0: There's no way PGA bought all their stock. No, I think it's like the companies now, it's just one stock. PGA had, like, I don't know if they had a stock. can't buy because
1: it's a private company. I'm sure they're working that out. Actually, I wouldn't even bet that you could buy stock in Saudi Arabia. No, they probably don't even allow that. That's
0: like buying stock in the bills. Yeah, like okay. you can't. You can't probably do that.
1: Sorry, guys. <laughs> do you think you could buy stock in
0: uh, Green Bay? <laughs> yes, you can. They're the only openly uh, publicly owned NFL team, That's so what you I can become an owner. Cool. Yeah, for sure. So if you're going to buy stock in anybody, I guess it's Packers.
1: Like the Minnesota Stadium, you could Yeah, do that. pull tabs. I'd do that for sure. That'd be dope. Cool. I paid off the Minnesota Vikings Stadium.
0: But yeah, uh, check us out on YouTube, all that stuff, whatever. Um, Or don't. I don't really at this point. We're just having fun making these things. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Deuces.